everyone. Welcome to the Kirkenbauer Half an Hour to the Second Power. My name is Bill Kirkenbauer, and I am your host and my associate here, Jason Wallette. Oh, hi there. That's what, what he does. He says hi there, and then we go away, <laughs> and then I talk more. Um, Jason, uh, it's been fun. You know, I don't know how many shows we've done, 10, 12, something like that. And tonight, tonight you know, we, we, we spent a lot of money. I mean, I think I, think I must have blown like 70 bucks on getting the, uh, the equipment so we can talk to people on the phone. Yes. And then we can bring in a third person uh, other than just us two, you know, swinging at each other in a dark, uh, in a dark bathroom. <laughs> so now we're going to open up the windows and let other people in. And, uh, and we, I think we scored a, a, a great guest as our first guest. Okay. I, I knew it had to be good. I knew it had to be big and I called in some favors and we, uh, we got our guest and I think we should give the entire half an hour to this person because because he really deserves it. Oh, can't wait. You may have a minute, you might have a day. A month is much too much, or wouldn't you say? A second is too short, an eon too long. A week is just stupid and so is this song. first guest and I knew when we were going to have our first guest that I had to make it a big name you know we couldn't go for Willard Scott or you know Bronson Pinchot <laughs> well one of, them is, one of them is dead and don't fuck uh, with Balky please <laughs> well you know I knew it had to be a big name okay, okay. so I, I made I called in some favors uh, there's a guy in Hollywood I've got some very compromising pictures of and I pushed a few buttons and I managed to get to an agent, and I, I think I've scored one of the biggest names, not only in the world today, but but in history. Wow! And, and the world today. And okay, uh, he he he's here right now, and I'm so excited, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Our first uh, guest on the Kirkenbauer Half an Hour, uh, Jesus Christ. Hello, Jesus. Blessed be the punchline. <laughs> Thank you very much. Wait, 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 so, wait, wait a second, Bill. This is yeah. Jesus. This is Jesus. I yes. Uh, I yeah. Am. Yeah. Well, who would you, what, what, what? What, you have doubt? Like, are you sure your name, is your name Thomas? How'd you get a pull like this? I told you, I, listen, I've been in show business for quite a while. I know some people and I just knew he had to get a good name. And and I just, I'm just so happy he says yes. I mean, it's one thing to get to people and ask them. It's another thing to have them go, okay, so we're really lucky. And yes, wow. it is Jesus Christ. Uh, he was in town here in Austin uh, <laughs> doing a sermon or two. Uh-huh. And I took my wife, because I've always been a big fan. I've never seen him live. And uh, we went there, and I had one of the best times uh, of my life. So let's not talk about him. Let's talk to him. Okay. How are you? In fact, I, I know what you're going to say, and I know uh, everything that's going on. But let's go ahead and relive it anyway. <laughs> Thanks for having me back. I am uh, I am back. A lot of people have wondered. Yeah, well, why are you back? Well, I, I've, I've got a few reasons. Uh, one, well, I'm, first I want to apologize for taking so long, uh, but I've been rewriting the Bible. I'm adding punchlines now. Mm. It's uh, now called the Babel. Because okay. I realized that the last time I was here during my first coming, when you preach without punchlines, you get crucified. So <laughs> oh, yeah. I've rewritten everything so that, um, you know, for example, uh, let he is without sin cast the first stone. Yeah. See, no punchline. 
Hmm. And you guys are ready to nail me to a cross. So I've added punchlines. Let he who's without sin cast the first stone, but let he who's without shame be cast on the bachelor or the bachelorette. <laughs> okay. An eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, unless you live in a trailer park where teeth are not an option. It's better to give than unless you're a hedonist and you're giving an STD. <laughs> well, I think and these are all great you, updates. Well, yes, yeah. And it's, it's, the idea is just so that um, I'm – the reason why I am back is – well, there's two reasons. One, I have to take over the family business because uh, Pop's got Alzheimer's. Oh, no. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's gotten to be a little difficult. Um, you know, I mean, he's still – I'm going to take over gradually because he's um, – you know, he still have, wants to have some control. I mean, he does have a God complex. Uh, so he's insists on being, you know, the only one who passed judgment on your souls. But now with Alzheimer's, he forgets to uh, yeah, pass the punishment on. So, you know, like how he handled like how he handled the OJ trial. That was the beginning of Alzheimer's. It's just gotten worse. So I'm here to kind of, you know, dispense the wrath of God uh, temporarily. Now, now, what kind of what kind of wrath? What kind of how, how does your wrath manifest well, itself these days? Well, uh, well, it's you know I'm a New Testament guy, so you know it's um, it's not as severe. The kinder, gentler uh, God, yeah. I'm sorry, what the, was that? The kinder, gentler God, yeah. Well, a little bit, you know, like let's take an Old Testament sin, like heresy. Um, that was the cause of the sin. You know, the effect was that you got stoned to death. Um, so I kind of. Massage a little bit. If you commit heresy, um, you don't get stoned to death. You just get stoned. Oh, oh! Basically, you know, yeah, and it's the same cause, different effect, and it's a better message. When you're high, you're much more inclined to embrace the fun part of the fundamentalism and not the mental part. You just Um, describe me to a T. I take your name in vain and get stoned all the time. Right. Yeah. And you know, and it's. I'm I'm happy to have you in the fold. Oh. I mean, there's a lot of people, there are a lot of people who um, have no idea who I am. You know, there's a lot of atheists, and by atheists, I mean millennial. Uh, so I'll kind of give you a little quick description of a little bit of my uh, my resume. I mean, my yeah, I'd like, I'd, like to, I'd like to hear it. I don't think everybody in the world is familiar. And now with the internet, you know, we go all over the world. I'm, I'm, so I think that's a good idea. So why don't you absolutely. give us your, what do they call it, your, your CV? Mm-hmm. Your holy oh, resume? Because... Sure. Um, Jesus does not have well, an IMDb page, no. so this no, is no, no. It's, it's uh, my 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 IMDb page exists in your third eye. Uh, <laughs> it's in everybody's everybody's brain. I mean, my name is Jesus H Christ. Yes, I do have a middle. It's not Hank. It's Jesus. So as long as you're bi- as long as you're bilingual, it's not that religion. Oh, I my occupation. I am the savior of mankind and coupons. So, trope is true. Jesus saves. I know that's kind of a hacky <laughs> joke, but my, my my mom wrote that joke, so cut her some slack. She's a virgin. How is she these days? She's fine. She does help. She um she's a typical Jewish mother in that she worships the ground I walk on, and on special occasions the water. Um, but she's got a little bit of a perverted sense of humor. So, I'm sorry. That's the Holy Ghost chiming in. Wow, it's amazing. <laughs> well, he, he's there just to do. He's he's to assuage any kind of uh, anxiety. Um, we call him the HG. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, he's my he's my invisible baby stepbrother. I'm pretty sure he was adopted. Let's see what else. Oh, I am a Jew, and but I am the only Jew other than my mother who's been inducted into the Catholic Hall of Fame. 
So I have the advantages of both. As a Jew, I get to make fun of other Jews. It's called satire. As a Catholic, it would be called it would be called anti-Semitism. So uh, just FYI, when I make fun of Jews, I do it as a Jew. But if I make fun of uh, Catholics or Christians, I do it as a Jew because you may have the original sin, but we have the original double standard. Uh, Lord, you're Lord, you're uh, walking a fine line these days. No, well, see, the line, there is no line. I, what I'm trying to bring back uh, in the second week that I'm here is, uh, for the second coming is to start a new religion. Oh, really? Oh, What's, yeah. Well, that will well, cause some problem, turmoil, won't last it? Last time. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. See, here's what's, what's interesting, what I found and how everything's been discussed quite a bit, is that uh, the last, I mean, I know what a lot of people are thinking. They're thinking, Jesus, Jesus. We got too many religions at this. I mean, you know, Christ, Christ, we don't need more. Um, and you know, you you do have quite a few. You have over five thousand religions on your wow. planet now, which wow. is a bit. It's a bit overkill. I mean, it's really just the word of God. It's not the entire catalog of Netflix. The last time I was here, you only had three: you were Jews, pagans, and Republicans. I'm sorry, <laughs> Romans. <laughs> Romans, Republicans are the same thing. It's the same ideology. They did. They didn't worship me. They worship themselves. And they never had a sense of humor about it. I mean, I learned that from experience. It was, no. it was a near-death experience, as you call yep. So, well, But Bill, here's what's interesting. All your 5,000 religions, yes. they all have more in common yes. than you think. You know, I mean, none of them have a sense of humor. They're all nonprofits that make a huge profit. And figuring that out takes a lot of faith in capitalism. And also, even though there are 5,000 different brands, they all are peddling the same product, which is me. Uh, and they all think that their relationship with me is exclusive, but the truth is I'm seeing other religions behind their back. I've got, I, I know it seems like I'm being secretive, but I've got all these different religions are calling me different names, but I'm still the same. I'm still the same one and only. But, uh, entire family, there's an entire family that calls me God. Another one called me all of it. I'm the same father. Oh. It's like being a truck driver. Yeah, it's so, like being a truck driver with family some of So if you're at a baseball game and someone I mean, yells, a, yeah, hey, Yahweh, you, you will turn around too. Well, I will. And that's, you know, I mean, that yeah, there's an entire tribe that calls me Jehovah. The other one calls me Yahweh, which makes right. me the God of fast food, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Yahweh. Mm-hmm. I'm also known as the Trinity, the Trinity of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, which is basically Ishtar, Krishna, Vishnu, Momus, Momus, which is the god of ridicule and laughter. It's also a Trinity. It's Momus Curlius Larius. And <laughs> the problem, though, is that I'm all one in the same. That's, I've, you know, I've and, always suspected that. I have always thought yes. that. I'm so that glad all these different that. religions were just cultural reinterpretations of the exact same celestial whatnot, right? Like you I know, believe so. Yeah. Yes, I, you know, it's almost like if you want to start a religion in your world, all you have to do is play the name. Thing. It's Jesus, Jesus, Phobesis, Banana, Fana, Phobesis, <laughs> Praise Jesus. I. It's so the. But here's the problem: all these religions are basically all this shun a sense of humor. And, you know, earlier you were saying that I'm walking the line. No, I'm just starting a whole new religion. There's no book. We've got, there's no, uh, I've got no parables that are that are written down. I, there's only one rule. It's the religion of humor. And the rule is, if it's funny, you have to laugh. 
well, it does seem like funny. it does it seem is. like what's common with all of these. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Jesus, but it does mm-hmm. seem like what what is common with all these religions is is a severe lack of of humor. Right, and I think that's why it makes mine so much different from the other five thousand. Wow. All you have to do is laugh. It's funny. If it's not funny, like I said, you don't laugh. But here's the caveat: if it's funny and you don't laugh, you go to hell. You are seriously challenging my atheism right now. Well, I really actually, have to you reconsider. Don't go to hell because I'm, you, you don't go to hell. You go to heaven because I'm a New Testament guy. Yeah. It's just it's going to feel like hell because everybody's going to be laughing at you behind your back because you have no sense of humor. <laughs> now, now, you're actually going out on the road. You know, he's doing stand-up, I am. Jason. He's, no. go, he's going no. out on the road. He's booked. That's why I saw him here in Austin. And he's going out and well, he's got an act. He's, 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 it's called Stand Up Jesus. And uh, yeah, I'm no I longer. I'm no. I'm not. A, I'm not going as a carpenter anymore. I didn't come back as that. I came back. I figured I wanted to find a job that had a little less self-esteem to it. So I picked the uh, 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 profession of being a stand-up comedian. And um, I, I'm everywhere all the time, all at once. I mean, it's, I. It's not. You saw me in Austin, but I was also in Philadelphia at the same time. What I right. do is I, I've got a day job and I've got a night job. I, I come back. Um, wow, you're really I, you're uh, really taking advantage of the omnipresence. You can do all the shows at once. Oh, sure. I mean, now, now you know the diff. I mean, as, those are my ecclesiastical skills. I'm omnipresent, omnipotent, and omniscient. Mm-hmm. Now, omnipresent means I'm everywhere all the time, all at once, like uh, Oprah. Just like Santa Claus. <laughs> omnipotent. Omnipotent means I'm I'm all powerful, like Oprah. And omniscient means I know everything, uh, like a teenager, but better. So I. I know what everybody's thinking. I know what everybody's going to laugh at. It's uh, it's fairly easy, but I only get to work at night. So where's the challenge then? I have to I have to wonder. The challenge of of I mean, if you know you're going to return, if you know it's going to, if you know what you're going to do and how it's going to land, and then I mean, where's the where's the challenge? You know, if you well, I, I don't. The challenge is not for me. The challenge is for you oh. and for all, for all my followers. You're, some of you are there are not going to think that this is going to be funny. Some of you don't think you're going to have a message. You're going to get a message from it. But there is, there is no doubt that you will um, as I'm making my way through. Uh, and look, I'm not – this isn't for a short period of time. This isn't like last time where I only came back for three days. Mm-hmm. I'm here for good. Oh, I was going to ask you how long you're here for. I, I leased a place in the tropics. Um, <laughs> it, uh, I know a lot of you thought I was going to come back as a homeless guy the second time around, right? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I see the way you, I see the way you treat those people. <clears throat> well, I, I figured with all the homeless people that think they're Jesus, one of them would 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 pan out, you know? Right, but you know, I've been letting them go ahead and chase everybody into the clubs to come see me. That's <laughs> fine. I uh, like I said, I mean, I like I'm in a place. Um, it's a gated community down on the beach. I'm sure you've heard of this it. called Guantanamo. Oh, uh, well, I am a zealot from the Middle East, so it's, it's <laughs> perfect. So I'm there during the day, um, and uh, during the day, my day job is I suffer for your sins. Um, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's, one, it's fine. You know, the, the moral turpitude has gotten a little uh, high and spiked high lately, especially with all of the the sludge coming out of the Washington DC area. Mm. But I've, um, I suffer during the day and you know, and it's, it, there's a lot of pain. I mean, you know, I, I, I wake up and I see the glass in 
in Guantanamo, I see the glass is half full. Of course, it's Guantanamo, so it's a glass of waterboarding. <laughs> but <clears throat> I'm Jesus, so it's a glass of holy waterboarding. I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen? They torture me to death. I mean, I've been there. I've done that. I'm just, yeah. I'll just pop back up. Yeah. Like a holy so, whack so, so let me ask you some specific questions here that I wrote down. You know, sure. I'm just thinking about all the questions I've asked myself that, that I would ask you, and now I have the opportunity. Uh, let's take some of the more storybook type of aspects to, to your legend. Uh, sure. The seven deadly sins. I've always yeah. heard ever since I was the seven deadly sins. I don't think I could even, it's like the dwarfs. No one could ever really quote all of them. They always leave out sneezy. And so uh, we have the deadly sins. Are, are they still important? Well, they are. And now here's um, usually what happens. Uh, that um, Let me back up because a lot of people want to a quick way to the pathway to divinity. Um, they're looking for shortcuts. Uh, you have a lot of science deniers out there that uh, deny the fact that uh, science is a pathway to divinity. And they're just angry. I have at some shows, I'll have a guy who will got out and say, Jesus Christ, you're no Jesus Christ. You're an imposter. I hope the second you get off that stage, you get crucified. And I said, well, first oh. of all, you know, those prayers, those prayers of anger go straight into my spam folder because anger is one of the seven deadly sins. Right. Of course, they know it is grump. They know it is grumpy, which is one of the seven dwarves. Oh. Um, well, now it's interesting so, that you say that that you embrace science so much when oh, the, yeah. when the conventional wisdom is that science makes God shrink. Is that you know how do you how do you square your no, it's the other way around? It's completely it's completely look. There's there's two path. The pathway to divinity is other than humor is science. And the fact that we can eat bacon. <laughs> so that's, I'm thrilled to hear you say that, Jesus. Well, I mean, there are more Christians than there are in the world, and there are Muslims and Jews combined, and it's just three letters, BLT. <laughs> I mean, that's, there, there's, but the science is what I don't think anyone realizes is that science has twofold. It expands your, it, uh, it, expands your brain with truth, which in turn expands your heart with empathy. Now, without truth and empathy, you're not on a pathway to divinity. You're on a pathway to politics, also known as a road to perdition. All right? You just have to be careful. Here's the problem with science is that you can't fill your brain with too much truth too fast because then your brain explodes, your heart collapses, you're left dazed, confused, you're lost on the pathway to divinity, but... You're ready to sign up for Tinder, but you still you still have to take it slow because science and divinity is – this is a word that is going to be a trigger word for most people, but it evolves. I mean, you, everything evolves at a slow rate. You can't – I can't give you everything all at once because everybody's brains would explode and your hearts would collapse. You, Pathway Benny would be infected with alternative facts and, and conspiracy theories. Much what, what's happened in the past four years, uh, divinity has uh, taken a back seat. Everybody's wanted to put uh, replace science with prayer, and <clears throat> it, you need both. It's, it's science and prayer. It's not one or the other. It's like Batman and Robin. 
uh, Thelma and Louise. Uh, prayer without science is just the butthead without a beat. So you need both. <laughs> the, the sum is not uh, is more than the individual. Uh, the, however, that some, you know, I told the the ten uh, year old kid that lives next door to me that you were going to be on the show, and uh, he went, whoa, 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 can I ask some questions? Can I? Ask oh, him? good. So I said, sure. I said, you know, God, God loves the children. Right? Isn't there a song about that? God, he loves. Well, <clears throat> there anyway. there is a song, and and although I do think you guys have gotten out of hand, there's way too many on the planet. <laughs> I mean, I, songs or kids? I mean, kids. Oh, okay. You look, here's the the problem. The more humans, the more sinners, the more sinners, the more suffering. The more suffering that I have, the less time I have to, you know, create fun like uh, cat videos. I mean, if you guys really want a a second season of The Tiger King, you have to stop having babies. (laughs) Well, this little kid next door, his name is Kevin. He He wants to know, what do people say to you when you sneeze? When I see sneeze? Oh, I yes. never sneeze. You never sneeze? No. Nobody says, no, no. Nobody says God bless you or that's even awesome. no, not, to, not to me. Um, well, no, the Kazutite is a German reference, and oh. we all know how well that pan, that, that that panned out. So, yeah. okay. Uh, so you never get wants... so you never get sick. Is that what you're implying? Of course not. No, I don't. I don't know. I mean, if if, if he's if he's assuming corporeal form, oh, if he's yes, but if you're assuming corporeal form, I would assume I, I would assume you'd still be subject to human um, disease. Well, that's the that's the big that's the big dichotomy. That's the big parody. That's huh? the big uh, paradox. You okay. know, there's, there's what's what's human, what's not. I do have human uh, skills. Uh, you know, love, compassion, forgiveness. And surfing, suffering. <laughs> Although I look, I can surf as well as I suffer. Whether I'm on a wave or I'm on a cross, I'm hanging ten. So, yeah, you well, don't even need a board. No, I'm in love with everyone, but it doesn't mean I need the human race expanded. I mean, <laughs> we've got quite as it is. I mean, it, there's a lot on my plate. I'm married to everybody, so I love everybody equally. All humanity, all races, all genders. So not only am I omniscient, I'm omnidirectional too. LGBTQ and R, which stands for oh. racist. Oh. Yes, I know. I look, but I um, we I don't believe in divorce, so you know I put up with them. <laughs> I, I look. I do make them sleep on the couch, though. Well, actually, it's it's not a couch; it's a cage. So in heaven, yes, we have racists, and they live in cages of irony. They don't get that joke either. <laughs> so, Jesus, uh, just a couple of things to catch up with you. Uh, are, are you seeing anybody? Is there a, a significant other in your life? Well, not uh, when when you say uh, like you say you love it, everybody. It, it so is, your relationship is then is with the world, I guess. It is. I am. Uh, you know, it's it's hard to have to try to uh, please everybody. You know, there's always a, there's always whatever I please one person, the, the opposite happens to somebody else. Um, that's why I, one reason I'm back is so that I can please everybody as a group all at once when they come to um, see the sermon, come and see the, uh, see the performances. So it's uh, it's basically a <clears throat> you know I'm a, I'm a one stop. Uh, loving shop. Well, it's like Ricky Nelson says, you can't please everyone, so you've got to please yourself. I think those are great well, words. Yes. 
and you know, I, he's, he, we keep, he keep, we keep him on a loop up here in heaven. Hmm. So you're fine with onanism then? I'm fine with onanism. Yeah. I mean, we're talking about loving yourself, right? Well, of course, but you know, look at this, this whole idea of how you, everybody's bastardized sex is, is depressing. Um, it was, it, it is pleasure. Uh, there's, uh, there's the only, I mean, I, I would hope that over a period of time and enough evolution that, um, don't get, um, too overwhelmed with the fact that you have to procreate. It's mm. not that necessary. Oh, it's not, it's uh, so not every time, required? No, I mean, have, have you seen a regression in humanity ever since we started? No, I mean, it's, it, it, it never goes backwards. We never well, that's because it's we, fun. We, exactly. You know, but this is... You made it fun. You made it fun. You made it too fun. Well, too fun that people get distracted and change their lives because <laughs> it's just too much fun. You see, now this is a theory that I've always kind of really held on to and, and love like a like a pet. This is my little pet theory about Catholicism is that they are so um so obsessed with sex and so obsessed with what's wrong and what's dirty. And I think it's to make it more hot. You know what I mean? Like, like nothing makes you nothing makes you bust harder than thinking that a judging God is watching you. And <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> well, now you've like, told him about you it. Don't think, you don't think that I watch. You don't think that I watch you. Well, I'm just saying. I'm just I saying. Maybe that's the ulterior motive: is to make it dirty, to make it. Of course, uh, it oh, is. Not dirty. Yeah, not right, dirty right. For you. Not dirty. It's, it's to make it. To make it dirty for me, I'm watching all you guys. Oh God! Uh, it's not. You've got it backwards. Your save folder must be awesome. Yes. <laughs> wow. So does anything go? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> what? That's what I it mean, sounds like, Bill. You know, I, this things like my, I keep asking my wife to do. No, no. So, but it would be all right. Well, here though, but you have to have respect for other people. I mean, oh, of course. Be, I respect well, anything that let people let me. To the crazy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's just weird. I mean, it's just it feels good, and people do it, and it, and it happens to make babies. Mm. But you know, that's well, more that's, does, that's more look, clientele. That's you, more because, salesman. Because because I've given you science, there's you have all the reasons not to make babies. That's true. You know, it's it's you know it's it's interesting. You take uh, with the buckle of the Bible is what Tulsa. Which you have down there is it? They, nah, a little more. I'd go uh, a little big, bit more south. I'd go into Alabama, maybe. Really? Well, it's a big Christian family states with big Christian families. Right, with, Kansas. Yeah, yeah. You know, families of six, seven, eighteen kids. Right. I mean, which means that the buckle of those of that Bible Belt buckle is unbuckled most of the time. <laughs> they don't like the the way the F word sounds, but they love the way it feels. It makes them happy, which is the seventh deadly dwarf. Because he's not happy, he's lustful. He's conning all of you into producing more, more children when when they're not necessary. I mean, I yeah. love children, but you all yeah. know too many. You know, I'm not a von. I, I don't want to be a von Trapp for, for my sake. No. So let me ask you something here: Is um, <laughs> is there racism in heaven? Yes, but it's not 
exclusive and inclusive. Are there neighborhoods? Well, here, let me try to, you know, as you know, you were created, your DNA was to uh, make you, uh, uh, you have a herd mentality, right? It's it's in your nature to uh, segregate people, put them in groups. And it was for your survival because you were born with the original sin of paranoia. With the easiest way to protect yourself from the enemy was to point them out. And the easiest way would be by the color of their skin, black, white, red, yellow. Shirts and skins, yep. So then, you know, as you got old, as you got more developed and you got a language, you were able to give them names. You could call them names like white. So, but these are exclusive labels, which is a different form of racism. Down in, on Earth, it's more of an us versus them. It's black versus white. Sure. Gay versus straight. <clears throat> you know, the fundamentalist Muslims who believe in uh, a uh, global jihad of bombing all infidels compared to the fundamentalist Christians who believe in a local jihad of bombing abortion clinics. Mm -hmm. It's one versus the other. So it's exclusive. Up in heaven, what we have is an inclusive form of racism. So we don't have all these categories. It's just basically... When we point our little fingers of hate, we have to point them back at ourselves. It's uh, it's not us versus them. It's us versus us. Uh, so, hmm. so we're all in our own little cages of irony, and it's the only way that we can learn. So, I mean, it's <clears throat> instead of it being black and white and gay and straight up in heaven, we've we've delineated the entire human race into just two groups. You're either an asshole or you're a, or you're a moron. Now, do you understand the beauty in this? See, you can be both, just not at the same time. So it doesn't really matter on the color of your skin or anything. Now, how do you tell which is which? Well, one of your stand-up prophets, uh, George Carlin, put it best. And I think I'm paraphrasing here. But he said, assholes are people who drive faster than you. Morons are people who drive slower. Yes. So you see, depending on the flow of traffic or the flow of life, you can be either one at any given time. Just, you know, don't um, try to, you know, when when you get pulled over by a cop, don't try to trick him into thinking that you're a moron. You know, you were speeding. As long as you can be, have an inclusive way of labeling yourselves, then you're turning the mirror on yourself. That's fabulous. That's fabulous. Well, you know, Jesus, you may have eternity to live, but we only have a half an hour here, and uh, that was yours. Uh, we really appreciate it. I think, Jason, I think we've, we've learned a lot, haven't we? Jesus, you're cool, I got to say. I'm, I'm, I, knew, I'm, I knew you'd love him. Everybody oh, man. does. Yeah. It's just a lot of good so stuff. Well, I appreciate it. Thanks. Well, and, uh, um, you we know, appreciate I... you coming on the show and, and answering uh, a, a, just, you know, all the questions I've always had. I wrote a list here, and they've all been answered, and... I just want to thank you for coming on here and being our first interview on the Kirkenbauer Half an Hour with Jesus Christ. And thank you very much. And, and I, as I, they I say, look forward to seeing you all up in heaven very shortly. Oh, well, that's know, as nice. They, as they Not say, shortly. No. Yeah, as they say, God bless you. Do you think he wears a bracelet that says WWID? I don't know. Oh. Hey, hey, Jesus? <laughs> Yes. Is he, oh, okay. You're still there. Okay. <laughs> I, it's, it's, you know, here's what always gets me. Why is it WWJD? It should be WWJB. What does Jesus?
Mm. Not what, uh. what, what, would, not would, what would Jesus do? It's what would Jesus believe? When will you bring the pork chops? This is the Kirkenbauer Half an Hour to the Second Power with Bill Kirkenbauer and Jason Ouellette. Post-production by Chad Watson. Sponsored by ClearClick and CAD Audio, a Legends of Comedy production. 